0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. Well, what I'd like you to do for starters this morning is to think of one word, one word that you would use to describe your family. It can be your, you know, family right now, maybe your family of origin, maybe your future family as you're thinking ahead a little bit. So just like one word that you would use to describe your family, okay? Got it in mind? How many of you chose the word holy? (laughs) Yeah, right, nervous laughter, like, uh, no. Because first of all, you know, we would never be so, you know, pretentious to say, oh, I have a holy family, right? But also perhaps because uh, we don't really understand the word holy. We have our own uh, idea of holiness, we think it's our idea of perfection, that, you know, everyone is just so well-behaved, beh- and everybody is polite, no one ever disagrees, we're just happy and smiling all the time, we have a holy family. But see, your family is holy when Jesus is at the center of your family, and that's why we call Joseph and Mary and Jesus the holy family, not because of Joseph and Mary, but because of Jesus. Because he, the Holy Son of God, lived in their family, in their very home. And so he does with you. Even if you live by yourself, Jesus, the Holy Son of God, lives with you. He lives in your home. He lives in your daily life. But, of course, he cannot be then relegated to sort of a knick-knack up on the shelf, right? Oh, welcome to our, our house. Let me show you around. Over here we have our living room and our family room and kitchen, and there's my man cave back over there. And then over here on the shelf, there's Jesus. Oh, of course not. He has to permeate all of our family life, awake and asleep, at home and away. The good news is this. See, he is already there in your midst. We just simply must become more aware of him. What I love from our Colossians reading is that Paul says, let the word of Christ dwell among you richly. The word dwell there in Greek is literally let him be in housed among you richly. So let the word of Christ, let Jesus be in the house. So think of your your family like a house just for a moment. Do you let Jesus into every room of your house, into every aspect of your family life, or are there certain places where the door is shut, and we don't want to let him in there, that's a mess, or I don't want to let him in there, I don't want him to see what's going on. Do you let him into every room, and do you let him decorate every room with his way of life? I'd invite you to go back after today and read again Colossians chapter 3. Pick it up with verse 12. Read through the whole thing. Maybe talk about it together as a family if you can. Is this what your house looks like? And if not, maybe talk about what needs to change. Think of these words. Heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing with one another forgiving each other, loving each other, at peace with one another, grateful, thankful. But ultimately, the word holy means to be set apart for God's purposes, which means that your family is not really about you or even about the family itself. Now, this is going to sound strange maybe at first, but we can actually idolize the family make the family an end to itself. And here's what I mean by that. Oh, we can be really dedicated to our families. We spend lots of time together, and we work hard so that everybody in the family has what they're, they need, and they're loved, and they're respected. Oh, and we think we're great parents because we're driving our kids all over the place to all kinds of activities because we want to give them all kinds of opportunities. And maybe we even live very happy, well-adjusted. We are a loving family. That's all good. But something's off. Because we actually love our family more than we love God. Our own vision for our family, our plans, our dreams, our priorities aren't His plans and His dreams in his priorities we aren't directing our family towards his purposes the whole point of our human families is to bring each and every person in that family to the lord and then to discern and to prepare and to support each person's and the whole family unit's mission our mission for god which can be painful. Just ask Hannah from our Old Testament reading. For years, she struggled with infertility, and she begged God for a son, and finally God gives her her son Samuel, but then she gives him back to the Lord as she promised that she would do. She took her, I don't know what, like preschool-aged son, and she left him at the house of the Lord. Can you imagine that? Mothers, which of you would do that? Fathers, any of us. But she knew that the son God gave her was not hers to keep. Samuel belonged to the Lord. He was holy. And Samuel then foreshadows Jesus in the same house of the Lord as we go to the gospel reading. Of course, this time Mary and Joseph don't intentionally leave him behind, any parent here can connect with the panic and the horror and the worst-case scenarios that would be running through your mind as you're running through the streets of Jerusalem, Jerusalem, frantically searching for your 12-year-old son. And when you find him, say, Son, why did you do this to us? Your father and I have been searching for you with great anxiety. And Jesus simply says, Why were you looking for me? <laughs> Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Or more literally that can be translated, Didn't you know I had to be in the things of my Father, doing my father's business, His will, his mission? Those three days then where Jesus was missing in Jerusalem at Passover, of course foreshadow the next time Jesus goes missing at Passover. And now it's Holy Week. And he's gone once again for three days three days in death until his resurrection. But think of those three days and the panic and the horror and the loss, this time for his mother. But Jesus is holy, and he is set apart for the Father's mission. He is there to save us, to make us his holy, chosen, dearly loved ones, to make us into his family. And in Luke's gospel, Jesus then finishes that mission of God By praying from the cross, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit as he breathes his last. Jesus takes everything and entrusts it it to the Father for his purposes, even his very last breath. Which is then the cue for us and for every one of our own families to commit everything to the Father, everything set aside for His purposes. Nobody in my family, my wife, my children, my soon to be son in law, my parents, my brother and his family, my in laws, none of them are actually mine. They're His. And he gives them to me so that I can take them and give them back to him. And with my family's help, then I learn to give myself back to him. Like Hannah did with Samuel and Mary and Joseph do with Jesus. See, with Jesus, we take everything and we put it in the Father's hands. So maybe it's that kid who keeps you up late at night with all kinds of worry and anxiety Maybe they're not headed in the right direction. You know what, put them in the Father's hands. Here, Father, here's your kid, boom. (laughs) Or maybe, like me, you worry about the world my kids are growing up in, or my grandkids, that someday, no, put it in the Father's hands. Because in the family, we teach, and we encourage, and we support each other, knowing that our lives are not our own. It's not about our personal successes or pleasures. We are to be dedicated to his purposes, holy. We have to put our entire lives in the Father's hands. Now, on the one hand, that's painful and it's scary because it requires great sacrifice. Just just ask Hannah or Mary and Joseph. It's never going to be safe. God's ways are not safe. But on the other hand, putting things in the Father's hands, it brings great peace, doesn't it? And confidence. because you see, Jesus lives with your family, and He takes you and He puts you into the Father's hands. So let him do that. I want to give you a moment right now to take your family, the family maybe that's sitting with you, or maybe the family that you came from, or the family you're thinking about for the future. Take that family and put it into the Father's hands, right now in prayer. Really dedicate your, your family this morning to the Father, set aside for his purposes, do it, and you have a holy family.